Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. I am half of the host, Adam Lowry. I'm the better half. Patricia Ba. <laughs> Not really, just some of the time. Yeah. That's just for right, a minute. Patricia May. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Patricia May. Yeah. <laughs> I really did jack that up, right? That's all right. Patricia May and May Not. You never know. <laughs> Essentially, definitely the better half. I, you know, I, no. That used to bother me, right? When I would hear relationships and marriage, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you hear it a lot. And this, I get it. It's cute. It's sweet. It's something you say. But allow me to look too far into it. <laughs> <laughs> so when, you know, you'd hear a guy, you know, I've, I, I don't really hear women say it much, I'll be honest. But when I hear that he say, uh, you know, she's my better half, you know, uh, she puts up with my shit, right? This is, I, I've been that guy, you know, that have said that. And as I got older and I went through relationships, I started going, oh, what the fuck on? Like, <laughs> what, what am I saying about myself if I'm saying that A, my better half, and yeah. then B, uh, she puts up with my shit? You know, for me, I'm kind of like, you're not that much of an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? We really sell ourselves short. And a lot of times, right, it's not like you hear ha happy husband, happy life. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to call you out real quick. I'll proceed. For sure. The other day, I remember hearing a phone call and one of your rat bastard's friends said, let's just put it out there that you were the better half. Oh, he was totally fucking I right. know, but it's funny, right? <laughs> Oh. And they're joking. They're not totally serious when they're yeah. saying the female is the better half. Sure. You just got to take it. But it's random. Like, I, it, I, it's a random if you hear the, the female actually say, here's my better half. <laughs> it's always, it, it's always, well, that's irrational. But it's, yeah, it's the guy typically. Yeah, usually viewed as the decoration, you know, the, the polish of the relationship. What, the, the female? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're generalized. We're going to get emails. Every other species is the men that are the peacocking. So why can't the women in the human race? Right. And look, I, and I have to be honest that like I, I run, well, you know, I run little mini experiments, little social experiments. No, what? <laughs> I never <laughs> well, knew that. Well, I, you know, I just, so those that don't, <laughs> I run constant little social experiments that'll come into my mind and it could be six months, a year, six days. I don't know. And I just kind of observe and I'm biased because I'm looking for it already. Right. So over my lifetime, I have been doing a lifelong research experiment oh gosh yeah. well i guess really maybe when life in there yeah when life counts <laughs> well because look even at a young age as a man or a female i think we think about marriage or the relationship or what it takes right and so for me i was looking for that trick that answer the yeah. definite do so for you know a long time i would see a couple well we've been together eight, six thousand years you know and i'd be like okay and i would approach and go what's the secret what do you do right of a long majority, I got the cliche, happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. And that that I just got. And a lot of the dudes were really defeated. They, they <laughs> kind of said it as if like, just give in. You, you know what I mean? Oh, and there's sucks. even a there's even a comedian that does this joke where he talks about uh, being a kid and looking at his grandfather and uh, they're at a cookout over at the house. And uh, I want to give the guy credit. He's awesome. I'll butcher it. But, you know, he's joking to where he just speaks to his wife like straight up like, I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. he said something and he and he asked him, he's like, when do I get to talk like that to him? And he's like, you got to be all done fucking, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's just like the comedian said, keep on fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who was that? That is Cat uh, Williams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but for a relationship standpoint, I, I, I'm sorry I even utter the words. But from the philosopher Cat Williams himself <laughs> in his stand-up, I have to. Do you to, want me to splash you really quick 
before you say it. <laughs> right, gotta get all so, sweaty. Yeah. What's your hair? <laughs> I have to say his advice for relationships is quite straightforward and may not hit home for some, but let me see if I can duplicate the uh, <laughs> wonderful advice where he goes, do more fucking. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just do more fucking. And well, I gotta be honest that, uh, you know, plain and simple. Yeah, you works. can't really argue with that, right? Unless it sucks. Mm. If you don't have the connection and it sucks, then it's not yeah, like then it's God, just gonna no. cause more hate. <laughs> we know what? No, do it anyway, because then you'll have to end it. <laughs> It'll encourage you that that's not the right one. It's <laughs> very true. You know, so much is well. While we're on that topic, right? I don't mind talking about you know the importance of sex or whatnot with you on air. I'm I'm pretty secure in what it is uh, I do, but I mean, how much of that, right? Is in is it important, right? That how many women play it off? Well, it's not that important, or oh, I get what I need. Or even guys, right? That that that's subtle, right? I think that's circumstantial, to be honest. Sadly, I was going to give the disclaimer. <clears throat> Obviously, this is subjective. Generally speaking, well, I'm going to tell you the majority of females that I talk to, it's not quite as important as it is maybe to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and so um, sadly, they almost look at it as medicine they're providing their man. Ah, yeah, he's right. You get you get the birthday blow job as time goes on, right? It becomes like this thing that you give out as opposed to like good boy stuff, as opposed to this like <laughs> connection, right? To where it's this thing that we share. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds to me like in conversations um, that it's work. Mm, yeah, and it may not even be that they don't connect like on so many levels, but there are some people it's just really not as important or maybe they don't feel comfortable themselves so they don't make it as important because they don't feel like they could possibly perform the way that maybe um, that person might expect. Yeah. I, however, do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and I think that, okay. <laughs> well, I think even as we get older, the connection is important, right? And, you know, with so many sex therapists out there that talk about, you know, trying this and bringing this and all these things that are cliche that we know, right? That yeah. people joke about on sitcoms. Mm -hmm. uh, beneath all that, I think if you actually work on the real connection itself, right, working together is almost cultivating a connection or something like that and not waiting for the makeup sex, right, the argument makeup sex thing, Yeah. Um, you know, starting there as opposed to spicing it up or whatnot, right? I think that if you end up doing that, it ends up being um, fake. Yeah, kind of, well, becomes you know, a like, project maybe. Yeah, like an arrangement. Um, I think the very first thing that you have to have is a, personal connection to where you can feel comfortable to say, hey, I don't know why everybody's hyped up about this. Maybe we could try that. Yeah. Or, hey, you, you know, know what? I no, like, like this. Yeah. You know, the the clarity, the openness of direct, hey, this is what, you know. I've yeah. And so if you secure the relationship as far as like trust and um, that that person genuinely cares about you, they can almost get away with saying anything. Mm. That That's that unspoken love. Like, I promise you, there's not many men that could say to me, shut the fuck up for a second. Not that you would ever say that, but I think that if we were in the right circumstance, you know, like something's happening, that I would let like, it slide. I would, yeah, I would probably be like, babe, I may give you the kick on the dab. I don't think I'd come at you and shut the fuck up. It's, I mean, it's an extremity. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Unless, is that they can get away unless with that. they're uh, my daughter's in the other room, or it's louder, and you tend, you typically tend to ring. Ooh, then I'm wait, gonna, yeah. then I'm gonna, then I may say that to you. You know, well, I was talking in general, not necessarily in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, I would not say that in the bedroom. Transparency. Okay. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Put it out there. No, that's fine. I just was speaking of something else, but I can go there. 
Yes, but my, the point was, you know, the importance of it, right? I mean, for me, it. I mean, look, the biology, the biology in it by itself, the release, the everything that happens there too. But I mean, there's sometimes where it is like medicine or or a dose, and you know, there's yeah. one thing uh, I think I maybe surprised you. I remember when I first oh, told no. you in Arizona, um, where I don't do makeup sex, and yeah. there was a reason behind it, and uh, so We've many never thought though, so I don't even know what no, you're talking about. We never <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, my point was, is, you know, so many uh, long relationships, I would, you know, I hear that, you know, a guy would be hanging out with me. He's like, yeah, we got that makeup sex after the argument, that angry shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I get it, you know, that you can mix it and exaggerate. But if the relationship, in my point, I took a behavioral view at it, an actual psychology behavioral view, was that, look, if if we're going to spend a lot of time together, right, the next years of our lives, right, if we're yeah. doing that and we set ourselves in a, even if it's a small routine, right, even if the argument turns to that, right, and you have that grudgeful, you know, makeup, whatever you like, uh, it can set a cycle behaviorally. And then almost like the hot times are only, you know. Yeah, can, where I'd take a fight with you on purpose. <laughs> I'd be like, you rap bastard, I'll see you in a minute. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I got to under, I, I try to really, I think our, our subconscious, if you will, or what moves us anyway, there are anti-free will, if you will. Yeah. All right. I think we can accidentally shape that. And mm -hmm. so if you're shaping that to where you get this massive reward, connection with your, your wife or your husband, right? Something you may be missing a lot of the time. Yeah. So you get this huge reward when this makeup stuff happens that you may literally start to be, develop that cycle to where you do pick the fight, right? And oh, yeah, you, I could see that. You know, to where if I want that, and you may not mean to. It even could possibly give, uh, I'll just speak for females. <clears throat> it could possibly even That's give what them. she said, you know. <laughs> well usually <laughs> no I'll leave that alone oh, okay. alright so son of a bitch I don't even know where I was <laughs> you dick squirrel oh yeah <laughs> we we were talking walk you back in if you really lost yeah why don't you I'll do my best <laughs> yeah I usually put it back in but um yeah did you see I slipped in right there I did yeah nothing I got nothing I'm letting it slide oh alright we were talking about the importance of it and what she may say, right? The ones we were talking about. Okay, uh, I got you. Makeup sex only, yeah. getting into a cycle where one only finds the liveness between the two of doing something like that. Before I forget, I bet you there are women out there that even encourage it just so they can behave the way that they've fantasized about behaving because there's an excuse behind it. Um, so where, you know, she can be more aggressive than normal and go and blame it on, I was pissed. Yeah. When really she's going, yes. Pissed. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. Yeah, I do wonder. You know, if you're married for so long, that if you got that little thing, that little fantasy thing, that say, if you haven't really been on Front Street, you know what I mean, with your your wife or your husband or or partner, or whatever, uh, you know, whatever it is, if you haven't really brought that and you're married and doing the thing, I think you you may be surprised on a Tuesday one day. You know, yeah. you, what's that movie open? Like, I came home early from work on Tuesday. It was old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It actually reminds me of that other song. I suck at names, but you'll you'll get it and figure it out. The song where the dude is singing like, I want to be your mailman, your gangster lover. Oh, yeah, your, other man. Yeah, 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 all that. Trigged so, <laughs> you know, where? yeah, I liked it. <laughs> oh, um <clears throat> I try to do that, you know, one day I'll be that businesswoman, the next day I'll be that chick you just met. Yeah, and I do, we're open, imaginative like that. Now, mind you, hello world, our sexual <laughs> life. And, uh, no, but uh, it, to be able to flow like that, and it's true, being a chameleon in the part we play, and that's part of what I was actually open in the show with. We obviously work well together. 
in many areas. Except for when you go, oh, by the way, in five minutes, we're going to do a podcast. <laughs> I love setting I'm you like, up okay. like that. Wasn't that way you don't have time to think about it? Yeah, that's true. And uh, uh, that's a good tip, actually, too. Um, try not to give them much time to think about it, you know, surprise them and just kind of. You're super good about that. I, I, yeah, you. you are. I'm used, I'm, I was so used to being that person in relationships, not with all of them, but, you know, I was that person, usually the one that would be yeah. more spontaneous. It's, there's a connection. We both have a, a physical draw there to a connection, but almost that it goes further than that, right? There, there's healing, there's a connection, a reminder there. And one of those old dudes that I talked to that was married, his yeah. advice was very, very, very Cat Williams, where he was like, fuck and keep fucking because one day you can't. And dude was like, <laughs> like 90 something, you know, he's just, yeah. and I can't get that old dude out of my head who's going like, keep doing it and doing all the time. I with, bet you eventually the female that doesn't, or the male, let's say, like, we got to do both. The male or female that is not as aggressive sexually as the other person, eventually they'll realize that it's the feeling of being wanted that maybe they would be coerced to say, hey, this feels pretty good. Yeah. Or I think also you got to be able to say it. You know what I mean? You got to be able to point out and say, you know, this is what I like. This the, is me. Yeah, but the, it's really delicate the way you deliver that because then it becomes more of this is how I'm unhappy. Well, if it, you don't yeah. deliver it correctly. Sure. Yeah. You got to, the delivery and timing. I'm not saying right there in the middle of it, look over and be like, honey, you know, I really would, you know, wait. You I know? know, but I mean, during coffee, you're not going to go, you know what? <laughs> I was thinking about this last night and I didn't really like that. That's when you'd go, that's what I'm saying as far as, Delivery. Don't say this is what I don't like. It would be more it's circumstantial. Yeah, like you, where you can go. Well, you can go. I bet you'd look so good like this. Yeah, but or, some some relationships though they operate on some straight up, uh, you know, Jersey Brooklyn shit. I need you to do this from now on. Yeah, that's what really makes me feel good. Hell yeah, and <laughs> and my hats off to you if that's how it goes. But see, I think that if you are that person, you probably wouldn't be having that issue. Mm. Yeah, in a way, but sometimes I, I do notice a lot of couples that think they're that way. You know, I I, I did a, I had a few couples in counseling that, that that thought they were that way, that they were being direct and talking and saying what they wanted. Yeah, really, what they were saying they wanted were surface and circumstantial to what they really were looking for. Yeah, and they did so much talking about the surface of saying I tell them or I tell her. Yeah, the details, the details. Yeah, yeah the devil's in the details, and they're forgetting they're doing all that small jabbing. Well, I tell them, I tell her, mm -hmm. you know. But really, what you're saying. And missing is this yeah sometimes it really does have to be pretty freaking black and white just like that gentleman that we were talking to in california when when he was counseling with us about oh, his wife epic and i'm telling the story <laughs> it was fucking epic it, the ending is epic in my book and i'm glad you said that <laughs> and uh so randomly we're uh in california i forget where newport beach maybe yeah it's newport we went to go see davy yeah something yeah we're out there and uh Anyway, we're hanging out at the fire at the Hilton. They're having a, a little drink, and it's late. And this uh, gentleman was across from us who happened to be in a pharmaceutical yeah. uh, lawyer, which I was like, oh, the enemy. Nice to meet you. And uh, we sit down and chat with the guy for a while. And anyway, he's out there complaining about his marriage, bitching how they're not connected and linked. And, uh, you know, she's back at the room. He's sitting out here having a drink. And you just laid into his fucking ass with the truth. You just kind of dropped it on him. Well, he, I he, did ask permission first. You did. <laughs> yeah. He needed to hear okay. it. <laughs> it was one of the times where I, I got to sit back and go, it's not me this time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a watch. <laughs> and, well, I just didn't care for his confidence in how... Um, Everybody was failing him. 
Yeah, well, you, you turn it on his head, and he listened, and give him that as yeah. he, he took heed to what you said, and the ending was the best, because we happened yeah, to be, perfect. you know, our room was a floor above his, and it was outside, so we're in the elevator, mind you, what you told him is basically, go back and wake your wife, up. Do, you know, you, yeah. you gave him How some. How about you just shock the shit out of her, and do everything that you're wishing she would do, and see how that happens. Everything that he said, it would be an assumption. Well, yeah, uh, and I'd go, well, what did you physically say? Have you told her that? Why isn't she down here? You guys make shit ton of money. You should have to consider hints. or whatever. <laughs> I've, dropped, I've, I've told them, right? Yeah, I've dropped hints. They, like, they all rationalize it, like, right? Yeah, you sound fun. Right. I want to take my clothes off right now. <laughs> that's what you said, right? Yeah. You were talking, you'd yeah. say how it went down. You're like, well, that just would turn her on, right? Yeah. You're like, she so must be beside herself. Like, what the fuck do I do right now? <laughs> he so wants me. Yeah. And so by the end of the night, he's got your advice. He's marching back to the room, very military, like, I'm handling some shit. <laughs> he's go we're all going back to the, uh, to, we're going to our room. He's going to his, right? And he gets off the elevator and he's walking and we go up to the next floor. Again, it was outside. And, and I hear him in the distance go, Fuck! <laughs> and, he, and, and he sells it twice. loud enough. That twice. That was so funny. And he yeah. had no idea that we were within ear distance. Yeah. It was the frustration was so awesome because he, you could tell he just felt like those fucking assholes were right. You know, and that was one of the first times we really worked together. If you want to say worked, because uh, previously we had worked together when you took uh, notice of a sad waitress that was going through something at yeah. uh, Bar Louie we were at yeah. and brightened her day and spun her kind of life around. Small town girl moved to the big city thing. Yeah, we told her to sit up straight and recognize her beauty. Yeah, well, that was the first time we were really sitting around. And I'm usually that guy who's going, listen, this is what you, you know, I'm talking like that. And it was it was surreal and, and cool as shit for me to where I could sit back and I watched you. And before the end of that night, actually, we had that waitress who was going to come back after she got off work. Three other couples had sat down yeah. around us. And, and the diversity of the couples was awesome. Yeah. And we had picked out the one guy who had been cheating and met this yeah. girl online. Who oh, was we hiding. were watching him in his game the whole time. Remember? Yeah. He was like, well, and looking at his phone and the chick is like, you know, like. There's a full person. Well, the, the waiter called them. it. The yeah. waiter was like, "Well, he was here before, met this yeah. other chick." So they all kind of yeah. knew. So then we sniffed them out. The one couple was was doing their thing across from us. And anyway, that night we were working together. It was yeah, fun, kind of sitting out <laughs> and just chatting, you know, chatting it up. I thought, "Damn, what's up?" I love this bitch. Oh, damn. <laughs> my gangster side inside. I'm like, I love this bitch. <laughs> and then fast forward, you know, over to uh, to Arizona, and then out California, where you call buddy out. And that when I realized, I was like, we can we can work together here. I was like, yeah. there was a push and pull here to where you could talk, and you. And then we kind of we have we've always kind of had since we started talking that adaptation to be able to eventually openly talk. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think it's because we each allow each other the platform and to be the center of attention for a while. We don't have to be that all the time. I've noticed a lot of things about you too. Like even when we're driving and majority of the time you're with someone that's just very either aggressive on the ins on the outside to you, but then they don't actually behave that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, and so it's rare that you find someone that actually follows through on their everyday life with their passion or aggression or anything, right? So we were pulled up to, or we were pulling into a uh, drive, like have up we, to the light. Have we cleared the story through that? I don't really need to, remember? Okay. All right, so we're pulling up to the thing. <sighs> and <laughs> there's this construction uh, truck next to us, or almost next to us, but they're getting ready to pass. It's, and there's, you know, three guys in there. They're pretty good, healthy size. And Adam rolls his window down 
and he he kind of candidly jokes, but in a, a little bit louder voice, but funny. And he looks over at all three of them and goes, that's funny. I didn't see the merge sign. I just was making sure. And he's laughing at them like, you think I'm your bitch? Because they were really <laughs> aggressive to everybody else. And they actually looked at him like, my bad. You know, like, oh. he's right. It was so nice not to have to worry about someone following through or even taking care of you as a female to feel like someone is protecting you. Those kind of things are when I decided that, well, I that, can do business with this man. That's not you. I was going to say, they don't know. You'll cuddle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they have no idea. Yeah, but I don't have to. Maybe I just felt safe enough. I'm like, what? Patricia's with me. I'm going <laughs> I'm to talk shit. <laughs> no. no, I'm much sneakier than that when it comes to that. Oh, God. Um, that's, I know. I've always kind of, I say always, right? And just, but I remember many times thinking, you know, how cool it may be to meet somebody and spend a life with somebody that could grow businesses or try ideas right it wasn't so set inside of sort of a social construct of what you're supposed to do when something happens you know yeah and for me it always been yeah right you know you never do that you don't work with family especially you know these part and i've seen partnerships <laughs> fall apart because of it you know yeah and but we almost naturally started working together one just talking to people but oh, then yeah. you know as you helped it with the podcast talking to guests bringing them in ideas and ways to take it especially the new venture we're starting out on now together yeah uh and the way we kind of merged what you were doing and and it's just it's i don't know it's kind of surreal for me sometimes even that that i sit around and go what the fuck man how, how the you know it's i it's hard. I, I snap back sometimes waiting that, you know, other shoe to drop, right? That wait for it. But I mean, it, it's been a almost a year. Leo would say the interview is over. You know, the real, <laughs> yeah. the real people are, are there now. Uh, it's It's been really cool to, to think that that can actually happen. And I, even though we're young in it, sure. But the idea of I, even this young in it, there hasn't really been a time where I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is too much, you know? Even if you're madly in love with each other, it's still really hard to do. And so yeah. when you're both experiencing the same thing together, because it's actually for both of us on both on all the businesses, everything that we do is actually affecting each other the same. So we're both protecting it. I think the bigger thing that I struggle with is I want to make sure that I don't um, devalue you as a person in the meantime, you know what I mean? Like well, you, I've never had to, I've had business relationships with males, but I've never cared enough to be concerned about their feelings ultimately when it comes to the aftermath. That's a difficult part is when you, you cross over, right? When it's kind of going, knowing how to talk, right? To when it's, we're talking about the business meeting, <laughs> yeah. right? Or when, you know, you're being delicate with delivery about something that, you know, and we flow well there, which is good, you know, as, mm -hmm. as when, when we have the beginning morning meeting, you know, about where we're starting, how we divide yeah, it up. The layout. Yeah. And it, trying to find a way to work like that because, you know, we, we work a, a lot of hours, right? But a lot of things we're working on, we love to do anyway. And I was thinking pulling in, uh, even today, I was thinking how, the generics, right? That people say, well, if you don't want a boss, right, work for yourself. Otherwise, you know, you're answering to somebody, right? Then you have the other answer that, that even an entrepreneur, you're answering to your clients in the same way. And I said, but it's a different answer. If I'm going to work, my boss expects something. I got to wear a certain thing. Yeah. I, I can't sleep in if I want, right? I can't change mm -hmm. it. So the idea of working for yourself uh, and, and having that, I remember kind of turning in today, pulling in the subdivision after we did a podcast this afternoon, you know, kind of starting a new venture and yeah. uh, some things going well and kind of pulling in going, man, 
It's like, that's, that's all right. That's what it's, a, it's kind of what it's about. You can have a boss and have something to count on or to where you're actually doing it all together to where it's, I know it seems crazy, you know, and, and no, it wouldn't work for everybody, right? Some right. people are, are different, but um, I don't, what, what tip would you give a couple that may be working together, maybe starting a venture or maybe they've been doing it 15 years together. Maybe it's even just a side venture they do, you know, or something they're trying to maybe retire to do together, right? Um, just for, you know, what you've experienced even. I would say. Oh, let me get my notebook. <laughs> to remind them um, continuously of their value as the male. <laughs> you, you're supposed to go, this is good stuff. Yeah. I'm right, yeah. <laughs> Taking notes. To remind them of their value outside of what they're doing performing work-wise then they remember that there is something more to them than just your business partner. Yeah. Little things that you do uh, in the middle of the day when I'm, I might look like, you know, I'm juggling a hundred things. You'll come up to me and go, it doesn't even have to be, uh, oh, you're beautiful. Nothing like that. It can be something just like, I want to kiss you right now. Something no. so stupid, but it's just like a, in the average person's mind, you're like, why? That doesn't really matter. Those little things are your, um, do over button. You're like revamp button that you don't realize that you're doing. Just like Morgan's text the other morning, she text messaged us. You know the song that she saw in the concert. You have no idea what the little button you can push of restarting that person's mindset of their value or just something so small can um, just divert them from maybe something that's stressing them out. And so when you do that to me, it does. Or when you talk softer, whenever you talk to me the way you can't talk to somebody else is when I listen. Uh, that's when it's uh, that's when it's fun to do business like that with somebody because you can't do that in an office, yeah, right? Oh, especially not. I'll be hashtag before I knew it, right? <laughs> so even if you're a couple, you know, that's something you can't really do. Like, I mean, we kind of keep our couple stuff down when we're doing what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's together. hard for me sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like we can't. We try to keep it professional when we go into places because we don't want it to appear that we're, you know we're just this couple. We're two professionals going there to perform a, a job. And but so mix when that I can't with our look keep at it you, cheesy. Yeah. So at home, try to keep it cheesy, baby, honey, saying all this stuff when you're working, right? Yeah, yeah it's hard. Um, it, it's hard for me when, when I can't call you baby. I, I don't even, like when I say Adam, it feels weird. I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just feels weird. So when I'm at work uh, and I have to talk around people, it's hard for me to go, what's his name? <laughs> so so the tip is is to remember to keep it cheesy even during the work. And that's also, I like that because... I would say instead of cheesy. No, it's just a lot. Keep it savvy, like where you're just like making her feel sexy still, even if it is dorky or whatever, but a little bit more of a pizzazz to it to make her feel... Um, special instead of um like you're joking well e even note so even uh the idea though is when the person you're working with is good has skills and doing something of whatever you're doing together i see what you mean by pointing out consistently that something business right is still pointing out something out beyond that yeah you know and a lot of that you know does overlap and goes together but i think i think that's a good tip too of trying to that's yours um remembering that there isn't a destination. Remembering that, because if you, I, look, I love the, the line that the search for meaning means more than finding meaning. And the journey itself, right, of whatever you're building or growing or doing together, even if it's the relationship, right? So for me, if there's this, we have to get to this deadline, we have to get to this place, and then, well, then you kind of forget what you're really doing. 
So it's fun, sure, and just to look back after it's all there and you've built it to a point and say, remember when. I like to say, hey, look what we're doing before yeah. it comes to the remember <laughs> when. So we're if it's That's... a struggle business-wise or this, I just remember there's not a destination. So here. you like to be in the now? Yeah. Of going, hey, we're on that roller coaster right now, building something. Yeah. We, we get to work together. And I like the idea of being able <laughs> to change. Yeah. We can go from the middle of, of a work day to the park yeah and then come back after that you know what i mean and that that i love well too we can look at each other if we jack something up completely we can go holy shit we fucked that up (laughs) but then we seconds later go let's fix this now and you can uh immediately go in you know it's not going to be i know your feelings are hurt right now but we got to get this done we're i think we're able to actually like shut off our emotions for a minute and go i know we were in a deep you know, discussion over here, but we just got this email and this got, and this needs to be taken care of. And so I think that you and I are capable of shutting that off for a minute, getting back to what is important on that level and then going back to what was important on the other level. I think we're able to bounce back and forth and not take it quite as personal, you know, when, when when it comes to, okay, we got to run this business real quick because we both are, have made that commitment. I mean, look, if you were a couple, you go to, couples you know even work camps right where they learn to work together they send uh, offices there to work together teamwork shit you know in couples therapy they do that or they do teamwork activities right yeah so the really what i'm looking at the way when we work together is it's kind of training and boot camp for being able to communicate in hostile situations you know what i mean with like all right this is waiting they're waiting on here this is new okay we messed this up but when you learn to communicate there because that's not the end of fuck another client i'll get another one you know what yeah. i mean we, you and i both have yeah, that same yeah idea to where like right. we're not going to kill ourselves because even if it's 80 percent of the end, we don't care so but the idea though is it's almost training for that to when the relationship sometimes feels like it's at a moment or something to discuss <clears throat> that there's a almost a format right because if there's yeah. an issue with the business we got to fix or, or you know think about it, or you got an idea for a new show you know when we do that it's all right we have a format to go all right marketing meeting coffee meeting in the morning <laughs> It's the same idea of going, all right, I want to talk about us or this or that night. And so it's almost like you get training. And again, it's back, I think, to the perception of it, to where if a couples have worked together before or had bad experiences, I would tell them to question their perception of what that was, as opposed to, did you really appreciate the journey of it? Or were you just focusing on the outcome you had to get to? And did you take it so fucking serious that you forgot to have fun while you were doing it? Mm -hmm. And, And we're okay with kind of going... Like you said, you fucked up or I fucked up, yeah. but there's not a destination. It's just what we do. Matter of fact, it's one o'clock. Let, you want to go to the fucking park now yeah, just right. for the shit, you know, and, right. and you, you know, let's have a creative meeting, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the freedoms that come with it. And again, the trade-offs are you may feel weekends and working later, but, yeah. um, you know, I think that's that all of that is still to the perception of how you look at it and, and try it. And for me, it's the first time I've tried it. So I, <laughs> hey, I would I know toast it's the first time I have. Uh, you know, I haven't had a, a relationship where I was also a business partner with them. Mm-hmm. And then um, perhaps that's why some of them failed, right? Because you have to look at it that way sometimes. But um, the creativity and the flow too, that, that respect is there. And it's hard sometimes because we're both creatives that when we are just hanging, not to go, you know what would be a good idea? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then here we are, you know, having a drink or something. We're plotting, you know. It's like that. I, I swear. It's like the show House of Cards. You know, we go sit by that window, but our window is outside where we sit and talk about what happened and go, you know what? You really 
probably shouldn't have done that, but maybe we could do, you know, I think we've kind of mastered that delivery of um, being able to uh, have constructive criticism and not be offended by it. Yeah, it's hard. That's a that's a question I have posed to you before, and I would pose to people out there. We're not going to visit it now, but let, I'll pose a question to you in your relationships out mm -hmm. there. Maybe you comment or email, but a pondering question. Or call about, in. Or call, oh, yeah, or call in. The number's posted there, too. Um, if you can answer this question, actually, it would certainly be a call I'd love to take. Ew, I need to know the question. Um, well, we've, we've entertained it before, right? It Amongst is... millions of others. <laughs> True. Yeah, touche. So... How, if, if you're with somebody, both people are in love, right? Mm -hmm. How do you tell the person that you love that what they're doing or did hurts or bothers you or something is causing something, right? And let's assume, right? Let's go ahead and assume that both parties aren't doing anything maliciously, yeah. that neither party is purposefully trying to do something, that, that they're just doing something. Yeah, right? something that might need a little tweaking. Right. And that could be anywhere from the bedroom to the kitchen to the morning. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? So anything. However, how do you tell the person that you love, right, what behaviors <laughs> or whatever they're saying, right, is either affecting you or having issues on you without that person feeling attacked and or offended? Okay. But we're not going to... You're not? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, okay. Well, because we've entertained a lot. Yeah. And if anyone called Oh, you want to hear what they say? Okay. If someone called in, if they did. Um, but it's still finding, you know, a way to try to deliver that information. Yeah. Uh, of how do you do that? And <laughs> delicately. <laughs> Some of them don't even have to be quite as delicate where you can just look at that person and go, you know what? This has been happening. It's really fucking driving me crazy. Yeah. But I love you. So can we not do this? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. It's, I mean, I, obviously, it's very circumstantial, but sometimes I, that works too. I think when the other person also is open enough to say, "Hey, here's how I communicate well. Here's yeah. the keys to my, you know, playbook, or here is my playbook." Both parties got to be open to that. And yeah. I, I do have one more tip for couples, <laughs> uh, honestly, and it's something you really, 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 really need to consider. Um, it has influenced my behavior choices uh recently and as of late too so if you happen to be a couple that every once in a while will sit down and watch a series for a while we don't watch tv or anything like that so at the most part we'll pick a series that either one of us has seen before we know is classic or right. is good uh and maybe start there and so i urge you men and women alike partners binaries non-gender specific anything be careful of the series you watch because it will influence you on how you act, what you choose to do, oh, yeah. and what you're thinking about, and especially between each other. And when you're laying there, and what's uh, like, we finished The Sopranos. I pull some gangster shit over, <laughs> over, over some Italian food and shrimp, shit I usually don't eat anyway. And I'm getting gangster. Thank God The Sopranos fucking ended. And we finished that. I did. Two more seasons of that shit. I thanked God. God. We, <laughs> who knows where I was going. And now that we're watching, rewatching The House of Cards, I'm like, perfect timing. Yeah, right? <laughs> it just sucks how it fucking ended, man. Fuck Kevin Spacey for that shit. I know left, it's left so field, disappointing, sorry. right? Um, I'm seriously like I watch it and I'm going, and I know this comes to it's like the Titanic. I'm watching dude, the shit and I know the ending. It's kind of like, and it's not going anywhere. And this I, fucking guy. We've only been through how many episodes, and there's so many freaking little lines where you go, mm -hmm, "I know," or "I bet you do." You know, where he's like, "Yes." There's like three or four that we were like, "Wow." We remember the there was what um, some. A male 
Again, that was talking. Any about. intimidating. And yeah, intimidating just little thing. things in the snire because that's his character where he looks back in the camera and goes, do you really think I meant that? Of course not. I'm going to fuck him tomorrow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> where you go, you're oh, not lying. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, holy shit, the sociopath thing is real. Like, yeah. Fuck him for that, man, because it's a good fucking series, man. Uh, but my point was be careful of what you're watching yeah. when you're laying there because it, uh, it'll affect decisions you make. Well, it's almost even just like, have you ever had a dream and wake up and look at your significant other at the time and go, Fuck you. In my dream, you were cheating on me. And that I knew it. I knew that boy. You know, and, and you just look at him and they're and you're looking at you like, what, baby? And you're like, I didn't don't do even talk to me for like a fucking week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thank God I've not had the cheat dream with you. Um, but I have had those dreams. But I think we all have at one point yeah. to where you do, and then you really are pissed. Oh, I've had dreams before. I've been I... the one where I've been dreamed about, and I'm just like, I didn't what the fuck? I didn't do anything. Yeah. I'm paying for a fucking dream. Everybody thinks it's some insightful thing that, that they've been <laughs> uh, yeah, some revelation. Well, <laughs> yeah, some other it's Someone's giving you a sign of something that you're not paying attention to. Yeah. And then your luck, the next day, you're going to get a random fucking phone call from someone <laughs> with that name. And they're like, what the fuck? Are you it projecting? happens like that. Are you projecting? <laughs> no. Did this actually, that sounded a little personal. Nope. <laughs> I, I really detailed. No, but you know me, I can't hide my emotions. It's really difficult to, for me, if I'm not happy, it's like on my face. I That's, just, I need that though. Uh, I, I just can't. I try, and I just I can't hide it. I'll go like this. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I need that though because the you know I and I was aware of it because I would watch my parents fake it with the best of them, and these these two could go from a, a well one being yelled at and the other one sort of yelling in defense of some manner and it would go from that fight and then a couple would be coming over for dinner be a knock on the door and it would be this <laughs> motherfucking transformers happen and yeah. we got hi welcome everyone i would go what the fuck yeah and i used to watch that and be like i will never be in a relationship like that ever to where i if i gotta fake the shit you yeah. know what i mean or i gotta act like something's there and but i'm also not a big fan I, that was also one of the pieces of advice that came up a lot when i asked uh couples that have been married uh, don't go to bed mad. And okay. this is a, a cliche thing that people say and believe in. People stick to it and believe in it. And I used to kind of be that way in in a, in a sense. Uh, but I, I tend to disagree. I tend to disagree with that now. Because a lot of times on, on one night's sleep, one, it's hard for me to wake up in the morning and be upset at you next to me. It's kind of like, yeah. look at that beautiful... I'm not upset anymore. Right? There's nothing even there. And a lot of times, <laughs> give it five minutes and it's fucking gone. And that forcing something, you know, all night. I used to feel that way. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going to talk. Yeah, we're talking this out. And it's kind of like, I think that's self-serving in a way to where, uh, you know, a lot of times I was selfishly kind of going, I can't not think about it. So we're going to force the, everyone to think about it. And a lot of times if you stop for a minute and go, you know, sure, he says don't go to bed mad. But is the relationship worth more than this small problem? You know, and I love Leo's quick question. I wrote about it in the book, right? Is, is this a top five? If I had five days left to live, right. is this a top five of something I'd fucking have to handle right fucking now? And if your answer is no to most of that shit, then timing. You know what I mean? Take your time, deliver it in, in a better manner. That's something That's something I, I really respect about you is you're really good at the timing, of uh, waiting for the timing, and then delivering it properly. You're, you don't just ask for what you actually do to. <laughs> thank you. Kudos. Sweet. Thank you. Okay. Now that everyone's vomited halfway <laughs> right? through this show, let's talk about all the shit we can't do or we're, <laughs> we're horrible at. Like, I never dry off completely. 
<laughs> I know that drives him crazy. He's like, here's a towel. Here's a towel. And I just put the towel down. I'm like, I'm allowed to be a wetback. <laughs> okay. <fucked> up. <laughs> You're only half Mexican. Yeah, I can say that. Whoop de doo. Half of me is wet. Oh, right. Right. Well, I mm. I really don't mind. It, it generally matches <laughs> later. So that's yeah. I think that's on you. I, I know. I set that up. I totally tried to let it die down. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Let's see. I, if I had to pick something out. Oh, fine. I'm, I'm We're go, going I'll there. Play I'll the go there too. Fuck yeah. Fine. I'll play the pick out game. I just gave you one though. That's not fair. I get to pick out two then. You know what? Sometimes you're fucking funnier than me. <laughs> and, I, and it fucking pisses me off. You come quicker oh. with me with the substitution of the words when you try to say something, <laughs> or you're quick, and that's rare. That's rare. Motherfuckers quicker than me on some shit. <laughs> and quick, and you quick, and you like you when you got me at the cash register at Publix. That shit, that was good, and that was fucking quick. I had nothing. Yeah. You dropped it, and I'm like, I don't. You do it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna but, say, what time was that? <laughs> I know I'm ready for it. I'm coming up thinking of comebacks. Yeah. I, I noticed your notepad. I wasn't joking when I said you go like this. This is good stuff. <laughs> I swear I'm gonna do stand up one day, and I don't have to give you credit for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that voice to echo for a while. I know. I saw that. I was totally backing up. <laughs> I felt like freaking Simpsons going in the bush. <laughs> you know that meme. <laughs> I do. I wish uh, for maybe the phone number's not working. <laughs> or nobody's listening. Yeah, there's definitely people watching. Hi, people. Yeah, people. I was hoping that people would chime in actually on the question. I think it's to the individual, right? How you deliver that information, how you, uh, I don't know. You and, know what? And if it's a top five, too. I, I would think this, though. If you have it in you, just to take two seconds, if you genuinely love that person, you want a good result at the end, even if you're wrong. Would be to say something like, I love you enough to say I just need a couple minutes or yeah. I, can, I need to talk about it tomorrow. But you need to maybe start it off with, I love you and I want to continue this discussion, but I know my frame of mind right now is just, it's not, it's yeah. not where you want it to be. That if, and in a, in a calm way, it takes a lot, but you just, that's one of the things that might take a little bit of strength just to go, just tomorrow, I'm not blowing you off. Yeah, yeah. And then you can breathe like, oh, great, that good, that person doesn't hate my guts or something like that. And then if that other person goes, fuck you, and then that's when you go like this, I tried. Yeah. And you can go to the couch or the other room or turn on your side, whatever. Yeah, no, I don't recommend that. I definitely don't recommend going to sleep in another room or a couch. I don't. I think if if the relationship is there, it's definitely going to another room. You need five fucking minutes in five minutes. And if you got to sleep on it, sleep on it, but don't sleep on it in a different room. Okay. There's something. Well, then the significant other has to deal with the rustling, sure. the, the noise, whatever, on the other side of the bed. Sure. Uh, and be okay with it. Agreed. I yeah. would agree because I don't let the sun come up in another room. Yeah. Because that's one day of too comfortable doing that. Right. It's like a step to the next step. Yeah. yeah. Well, I agree with that. Go to bed mad. That's fine. It'll show you. You can go to fucking bed mad. I would probably just go into convulsions. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, I'm fine. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you sleep like a lot. You pass out. You have a clear conscience. You, you fall asleep in two seconds. You know, I, I tell also people that if you're the also one of the people in the relationship or both of you that have a friend that you call or your mom, whoever you're calling, right, to bitch at. If you're calling to be like, he didn't do this or she didn't do this again, right, or uh, Zay didn't do this again, whatever you're saying, right, I'm hitting all genders. So it, whatever you're calling, right, and whatever you're saying to that person, you need to stop for a second and literally ask yourself, have I said it to the other half of me just like that? Have I, even if it's fucked up, because that may be how you need to say it to where it helps you filter through it. 
So however it is that you're saying, more than likely, that's the closest to your truth of what you really need to tell him or her or Zay is that. And so if, I, you know what I mean? For me, that's that advice is, now look, if you're calling your friends and that fucking bitch, but if you're doing that anyway, you got an issue. Yeah. So either way, whatever you're saying to them very plainly, you know, I just wish he would. I just wish she would. That's one of those things that, you know, you wait for the timing, wait to, for the delivery. Please don't wait till you fuck up. And then they start jumping on you, on you. Then you pull it out your back pocket going, well, I fucked up. Guess what? This was, all, I've, been, right, I've been holding on to this shit for a fucking month. You yeah. can't do that either. That's not fair because I love the line. People can't mm -hmm. fix what they don't know is broken. And if you can't tell them, hey, this is what is broken. You know what I mean? Then, I, then you can't blame them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I agree. They don't have a chance. I mean, how do you know if it doesn't, if it's not brought to your attention. That's right. And I love I love this cliche shit in relationships. Oh, they should just know. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Quit with the motherfucker should nobody wants to do the dishes. I think we've actually um kind of mastered the they should just know <laughs> from the beginning where we kind of assumed with little subtle hints that that's what we want to happen or you know, or that's where I want to go or whatever. Yeah. And and I think we've kind of mastered it of this is what I'd like. I'll see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, I think um, we're on the same page. And, and all of that, I believe, stems from trusting each other. Yeah. And we had to get by that at first because I think e either one of us, uh, either of us maybe have not uh, even had a, a maybe, I don't want to say a business partner, but somebody where I, I looked over and kind of was like, okay. You know, we got this to where I wasn't even that new in a business or they weren't. And there definitely was a, a trust there for sure um, to let that person also work how they work or yeah. bring that skill there. And you know why I'm on it, man. I would I would encourage anybody fucking out there, you know, if uh, anybody fucking literally out there, if you're doing that, <laughs> um, it's don't be so scared of the cliche, the cliche shit about not starting a business with your significant other or your partner don't don't be so fucking scared i mean it like don't don't walk into it going oh let's not do that or do this because frankly a your kids that go to school spend more time at school than they're fucking spending with you so you don't have your kids anyway so the least you could do is maybe have a work from home where you can pick them up and work them in and maybe even teach them something and if you're both working 40 hour a week jobs going to places you're spending more time at that job which is what is it 50 60 percent of love affairs uh from relationships or at the job that's yeah. where you're spending the time <clears throat> If it's about saving even a relationship, yeah, you know, not saving it to where it's a good relationship, but the time not together right. is killing, mm -hmm. find a way to even start a company together to work together. But knowing that what you're going into um, can provide a boot camp training for your actual relationship. You know, one thing that's um, I appreciate about you more than you could possibly imagine is when we when we are in the business atmosphere around both sexes. Um, there's never a time where I feel like I'm introduced or, uh, in the meetings or whatever, where it's like, this is the female. Are you kidding? You usually walk into the meeting with like, yeah, I'm running this fucking meeting right now. All of you look at me. I have spoken and <laughs> no. now I'll talk amongst yourselves. No, I mean, this is, <laughs> I, and I really mean that to where, um, that's probably very common in business. Um, more common than not. You might, everybody email me fine. I don't know. Hey, we can't shut it out. Hashtag me too. Look what's been happening and what really is coming out. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's just what people are saying reporting. So fuck yeah. I think you're right the fuck on point. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That that someone is is experiencing that. That the woman shows up in a meeting and is like, uh, uh, we have to entertain that. Yeah. Or even yeah. if I'm the only female, there's never a time where anyone is even allowed to look at me like I'm less than. That in itself um, is where half of my trust came from. From you was when you were talking about me or um, in the same room about business and stuff. It's always, I feel like um, my input is valued, even if I'm not as necessarily, you know, up to date on what you're talking about, but I still have that respect from you. And that goes a million miles. Uh, well, you, you deserve that respect. So that's just <laughs> something not that's many given. people think that or get to even experience that. So when you go into a business relationship with your significant other, um, even if it's not on a paper, because ours isn't on paper, but we have that commitment to each other um, of respect, you know, yeah. and when they walk into it, then they don't feel automatically intimidated or like it's your business and not my business too, sure. or sure, sure. just the crowd that you're around. That right there is enough to encourage a male or a female to be in a business with someone if they, the partner reminds them that they're just as important. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that, you know, that if the woman uh, is going to play the business part, it has to be associated with bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it, it sucks that that yeah. happens. You know what I mean? That the, a woman can't walk in. And, oh, and a man is so powerful. Right. And, and that like, you know, he's just, why can't he just be a fucking asshole? You yeah. know what I mean? And that if, if the female is coming in and, and, and almost even feels like it was Danica Patrick that was fucking irking me, oh, yeah. you know? And now mind you, I get it. She's walking into the good old boy NASCAR fucking racing and even IndyCar shit, you know? So, so she's walking into the good old boy farm, Yeah. you know? And, but I, I don't know. We'll see what she says about it, right? Because I'm a man. I can't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what that's like. I don't know what it's like to be in a room full of a bunch of dudes that are looking at me that could beat me up. You know, I don't get that. You know, I don't understand that feeling, and I never will, because um, I won't go back to federal prison. <laughs> no, so, um, you know, the feeling that I got from her, or I said, fuck the feeling. The thoughts that were coming from my perception of her was that she felt she had to adapt this this alpha male. Uh, she had to embrace almost the blue room, not the pink room, traits of some sort of, in order to be taken serious, that she had to come in and play this bitch, no rules, no games, no emotions, even though she would talk that way, but then on her off cuff, she's talking about spirituality and vibrations and all this, you know, hippie kind of stuff. And so you'd see the real her come out talking about this belief and hope of, you know, love and togetherness, right? Mm -hmm. and, but then when it came to talking NASCAR, she was, yeah, I'm this person. And I thought, it's probably both edges, sort of the environments, the social cons to do it. But uh, what a shame that she had to, I don't know, she almost said, like, I won't be feminine because I'm in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that is one of the things that's really often misconstrued as far as what makes a woman. A good businesswoman is what I think. In that's general, not just business, but like someone to hang out with, the way that they, um, like, you know, when you go to parties when, and there's groups of the men separate and then the fucking women go in their corner. I didn't go there to hang out with just women. That fucking irks me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, like, what yeah. the fuck? I, it's I like didn't a come thing. Out. Yeah, I don't, like I don't need that separate. I'm coming here with the man that I enjoy spending time with, but I want to mingle, mix, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I'm not tied to you, but I don't want to so go weird. sit around and listen to that, maybe that type of conversation that they're having. Got me all excited. <laughs> it's difficult because um, I don't necessarily have the same things in common or whatever, but I can mix them. I can be around yeah. a bunch of freaking women that I would love and enjoy spending time with, but I don't need to be separated as if 
finally there's someone that can distract the bitch that's with me. Yeah, that <laughs> fucking irks me, man. Yeah. Like it's and I look, maybe somebody been married 15 years like fuck you bitch, you ain't been married 15 years, you don't get it. I understand, but I still don't know how healthy that is. Like all I got my scene is, or in my head is the scene from the House of Cards, right? They had their dinner with the couple. He stands up, they start to do the dishes and he just goes, uh, go me and him are going to go downstairs for brandy and a cigar. You know, and yeah. I'm kind of like I'd be inviting my baby. Yeah, be like, I was like me why, too, motherfucker. <laughs> why don't we all go have some yeah. brandy? And but you do see that, and naturally, sometimes when you go out with people, you hang out, you naturally see that kind of, you know, especially if it's a couple been together a while or something, you see this natural split where you're like, I, I thought she was kind of funny. Well, yeah, I can't right. talk to her too. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or or thing. the guys talking to me, and I'm like, oh, but you, oh, we can't <laughs> talk now. Yeah. Okay, right. so you're telling me the story, you know? Yeah. And we got, I'm like, why not? Why does it have to be like that? Or you know? then the uh, like been, be married twenty years, bitch, and you're fucking sick. <laughs> well, then when you're uh, the female that enjoys the conversation that those men are talking about, that doesn't have to be sexual. It can be whatever, right? Yeah. If you're that female that goes over there, then you're viewed as that one, you know, that's just floating around. She can't ever go anywhere without her man, or you know what I mean. Where it's like, oh. oh. Adam's got his bitch with him again. What well, the fuck? Does he ever go anywhere? Sides. Yeah, all these things. So the way the men might think of the female that's sitting there and she's the only one, or the females that might think of, say, me standing over there with a, that poor girl. She's so insecure. She can't leave that man for two seconds. Right. Well, so you're talking about the ostracization of the female if they choose to hang out. And the dude, too. Yeah. Let you be the dude standing over there with the group. Look at him. He can't be away from her for he's pussy whip they love to say right? Right, right right he's hooked to that right and and otherwise and you do see that split and that's true so the the so what she said would be what the guy wouldn't see is that wrath of the females in the group outside who's not inside either a calling you insecure or needing to be you know or dick whipped right yeah or um, don't deny that. or you're that alpha bitch right she thinks she's the best yeah. friend you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's talking football with him or something like yeah. that. Because some chicks overdo that shit. <laughs> yeah, you can see that. that. And you're like, seriously, like, don't, like, this is, those chicks give themselves away. I just have to be honest. Those females give themselves away. The ones that try to be too bro with the group, yeah. too alpha, because they'll do something funny or, or bust balls or crack up when the group of guys has already kind of said that this moment isn't ball busting time and we all kind of know it mm -hmm. we yeah. don't have to say a fucking thing yeah. and then she'll burst in and have that punch you in the shoulder thing and crack on you and then we're all kind of like uh, yeah it, it's <laughs> the whole thing is tricky though same thing yeah. with the dude he might walk over and say yeah how do you like them new tits my wife just got <laughs> Right, yeah, and you're a bunch of women. You're like, fuck you, asshole. What? Yeah, what? You know, true. where he thinks it's okay to just come up and talk to everybody. There's always some sort of circumstance where you're gonna get the. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, good thing it's I'm not your wife. <laughs> so, how do you like the new tits his wife got? Or <laughs> you know it, uh, but I you're know, you're right though, because it's so delicate in the social line, and and it's funny though if next time people are out there, right? Or we do it all the time. We're doing observation, environmental yeah. things when we're talking. Watch what happens if I say this to this person, and but uh, watch how even self, you'll naturally at the table or whatever it is, watch people, watch how the conversation starts to go. Where you know the couple sometimes will purposefully start two conversations where she's talking yeah. in this direction yeah, or yeah, he yeah. is in this direction, and you're kind of going, I can't listen to both of you. I what do I who do I choose? Oh. Well, the other day, her story is we so were in a group, and I was literally had to go. 
I have to talk to other people too. So, yeah. you know, it's difficult, man. Yeah. And from relationships to whether you're out trying to, God, that, that is funny, man, is why not ever sit together, everybody, everybody have chat. Some input. It's so to me, I want to hear other couples input, female, male, whatever, it's where they can, but you know, this is a situation that came up in my life that kind of grossed me out, may, kind of threw me over that. I don't ever want to be in that. So I'm talking to one of my asshole brothers. I can go on that because I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm talking to him and his exactly. wife comes up and she starts talking to us. And she's actually a very sweet lady, woman. She's actually real cute. I mean, she's beautiful. She sits down real sweet and starts just to visit with us because she hadn't seen us in a while. And she goes, so I got this awesome deal today on at the grocery store or something. I mean, yeah, it was pretty lame timing, all that kind of stuff. And he looked at her and goes, that is not interesting. Fuck. We don't. Yeah. And he goes, can you just come up with something other than that? And I, I looked at him and I go, you're a freaking jerk, you know, but he probably constantly does that to her. And I'm sure there's plenty of other women that are intimidated to say something that might not be as cool or because they haven't been in the world because they've been at home fucking raising kids and stuff. And so they're not up to the world on what's fun or cool or trendy to talk about. Or inside they're breaking, wanting to break out and they're waiting for that moment. To, yeah. Yeah. Those are the situations where it made me go, I don't want separation when I go around people just because of their gender. I it, Everybody has something interesting to say. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Even if it's a topic you can talk about later. Yeah. I, wanna, I want to be like, yeah, that's nice. No. Some <laughs> people are fucking assholes. They have nothing interesting to say. Maybe, Maybe not one to day. you. Maybe one there's day. There's <laughs> someone in their life that will find it interesting for them to say. Cheers to you because I'm, I'm <laughs> I am uh I'm an optimist, but also a realist. I'm a walking conundrum, so I'm just gonna stick to the fact that somebody doesn't have shit to say. Well, then it's opposite of what you say, how you can never use the word nobody, never they somebody. May be in <laughs> Maybe they'll never meet that person <laughs> who wants to hear their voice. Yeah. But I do believe someone out there will like what you have to say. Yeah, it's the bad kisser metaphor, right? There yeah. are no bad kissers that somebody yeah. will talk as much shit as you do. Someone will like your dorky ass stories about it's true shit on TV or whatever. That's true. Somebody wants that surface shit. You know, you see that couple where you go, they found each other. <laughs> it's true. You do. And it's you awesome. Go, it I is would awesome. Never. Oh my gosh. Or you look, or I've even looked at couples and go, what the fuck? Why am I single? I've been <laughs> single for, you know, and you, and there's just like these two little trolls together and you go, oh, oh, that's fucked up. Two little trolls. That's fucked up. Well, maybe my definition of a troll might be different from somebody else's. Sure, it could be cute. Yeah. I'm like tall hair troll. Yeah, but it's true. You do see the, and I love that though. When you see a couple that is into the same, like into the shit, yeah. you know, I, I won't say what couple, right? And well, I'll point out two couples because in all of my research of these years of married, uh, I have found two couples that yeah. actually looked happy to me <laughs> and I'm, and I meant it. And I was so, so obsessed with proving that one of these couples was full of shit that I extended the research for many years on after. Yeah. And just checking in. Are you still together? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be damned. You know what I mean? They really are doing the thing. Now, mind you, it's both of them second marriage, yeah. you know, that are doing that. And then the other couple had been together since seventh grade. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's one from each. There's one that seemed to be happy, really, in what they're doing. I've been together since seventh grade, and one that they're on their second marriage. And they're now, but it could be a good 20 years together now on, you know, this relationship. Yeah. And they're dead serious. It's honey, baby, everything. I mean, I spent the nights over there, right? Got drunk with them. I did everything over the years. <laughs> You're like, 
I still don't hear them fighting. Right. It's 3 a.m. They got fucking wasted. <laughs> honey, baby, honey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're joking about their sex, kind of funny, yeah. right? Yeah, they're fucking cool. Yeah. And but the other couple, and here's the stark difference between both of these couples, besides one had been together since seventh grade forever and one the second marriage. Right. Both quite healthy and successful. Mind you, this is two out of I don't know. Two million. <laughs> Ten thousand fucking couples I asked over yeah. fucking 20 years. Mm -hmm. You know, and here, the stark difference is the uh, couple, the one that was on their second marriage, um, they did fucking everything together. They they were into the same shit, man. Big uh, dude has been, been in field and stream before. They he has the same suburban he's had that's got eighty million miles on it, right? They're yeah. they're both wealthy. They both work. He's independent with his own company. She does consulting, right? And but everything they do spare time is together. It's outdoors. They love that shit. Hunt. They do all that stuff together, mm -hmm. and they're inseparable. If they're going to do something like that, although you know he'll go on his hunting thing, you know, alone. She does her stuff, and then the other couple that's been together since seventh grade um big family they don't really share anything in common <laughs> except the same values of family first you know those basic values that they may talk about yeah but for the most part what he loves she could fucking give a shit and much less for all the years rarely even ever did it mm -hmm. and he got forced into do her shit now because he's retired so yeah you know but they don't really share anything there's they're not like really doing their hobbies together right and yeah. i've talked to them and both of them will adamantly tell you to choose somebody to where you don't have things in common where they do their thing you do yours mm -hmm. but you have the same values you have the same moral values right you see and they're adamant about that shit right and it's worked and then i look at the second marriage and they do everything mm -hmm. right like there's no fucking formula really yeah i agree i don't think you need everything but if we did that we'd never see each other yeah. like because all those things that's the one good thing or uh, one of the good things uh, about our relationship i thought was I didn't feel like I was just adding new shit just to impress you. Everything that you've brought to the table as far as like activities are things that I've already done or things that I wished I had someone to do with that I trusted that would I would be safe with doing it. You know what I mean? So I didn't feel like I compromised anything as far as that goes. So I wouldn't want to be without that. I'm glad you've wanted to always go on a hog hunt and skin your own boar. I did. Check. I wanted to. Check. <laughs> I did want to do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like when I was texting my daughters, telling them about it, they were like, what the? <laughs> Mom's having a midlife nice crisis right now. <laughs> yeah, nice date. <laughs> like, it's not a date. <laughs> no, all that kind of stuff I think is actually really important um, for the stage of life that you're in, maybe. Mm. Like maybe when you're older, it might not mean as much because you're con more content to not be so active. Sure. But because that's something that's really important to me, I wouldn't want that. You know, I would also have to say a commonality between the two is they both did share the same idea of what they saw as important in their life, whatever their morals were of what was first, you know, they did share that, you know what I mean, whether it meant family or, you know, nature time or whatever that was, yeah. you know, so maybe a common theme there, despite whether you're into the all the same shit mm -hmm. or you're not in the same shit, whether you work together or you work opposite jobs or she works and you stay and he stays at home, whatever you do, maybe a common denominator there is really to, to look at, you know, what those moral values are, the personal ones, mm -hmm. that if those are in line, uh, perhaps the same page is, is there and the rest is kind of window dressing that you can play with. Yeah, I think there there's a recipe for every single thing. You're, everybody has a different cake. Yeah. Different ingredients to make it work, to make it taste good, feel good. 
I think so. Sure. You know, I think if, uh, I don't know, I, the other cliche phrase that I, I don't like that just popped in my head, right, is, you know, the relationships that take work, you know, yeah. and, and the perception of the <laughs> filter of the idea of work. And I mean, we posted on the title of the show about working together. Yeah. And I think if you add the together, it helps with uh, we're doing work, but we're working together, I think, um, would be something I'd, I'd, I'd probably suggest to people is take the perception of, you know, not that we're working together for a destination, but that's just the fact that we are working together in the relationship or, or even in a, a job. I view, I, I honestly look at it more like um, we're supporting each other in each other's missions, even if the same mission might be together. I know you don't, a lot of times you look at it like, the White oh, House. here she goes with her optimism. I, I'm being, I'm being balance. realistic on the way that I actually think, I, I believe. And I think that um, sometimes when, like when we're working together, I'm, I'm actually going, Yes, you're doing so good. You know, and I'm not going, too. and I'm not going. You hear them all out there now. Right? <laughs> well, like I've never done this kind of stuff before. I mean, yeah. I've done it more like in front of the camera this way and acting or bull crap stuff of me pretending since I was like, I think 10 years old, I was doing this kind of shit. My friend Claire from grade school, I would go to her house and, and just beg her to play with the camera with me. And we did like little skits. And they were like murder skits, though. <laughs> but, okay. but it was, you know, I was like writing stories and filming it since I was young. So I was kind of comfortable, but I'd never done this kind of thing, you know. And so you kind of showing it to me and stuff. Showing like, it to you. I have to kick you in the door to shove you down in that seat and put the headphones on you to go live. And because I've been saying since I met you, you should be on a mic and be doing what you do. And you know it, too. And you just play off that you're good. You do not kick me in the door. Are you serious? Did you know tonight's show was coming? Okay, so you tricked yeah. me in the door. You didn't kick me, motherfucker. Okay. You tricked All right. me. In You're the right. Door. No physical assault is going on. <laughs> but the the idea that you are you are you carry the mic so well, and and for not being a host or doing anything like that or having any experience doing that, you carry the mic very well. And like you, I too sit across from you at, at a show, and I'm like, go on with yourself. Well, honestly, I think it's because I'm literally going. I'd rather hear you, and I'm sure everybody else probably feels the same. So I don't want to be right. I'd rather just go on with your bad self, you know, where I'm like, no, I don't think so, baby. You just like me because you have me. <laughs> oh, well, it's a good philosophy, right? It's the same idea, right? To look at the, we, we've discussed this too, the philosophy, which I, I like to lean toward, right? The This Buddhist idea of, of love, right? Of what love really means in this Buddhist sense is uh, how can we thus make the person we say we love happy how can we serve them in yeah. a way right and so many well i'd like to say even a lot of times in the western filter of relationships uh men and women alike get into a relationship with the idea of how can this person serve me and if this person doesn't know or no longer serves me well uh, then we have to contemplate divorce breakup etc and so often i've entertained this buddhist notion of uh to love someone right is to uh, not see how they serve you, but in service to them in love. And I thought, yeah, that sounds good. You know what I mean? And it does sound good, which I think is a brilliant approach if the other person is also on that same page. Oh, yeah. But if the other person is on on the uh, how do you serve me and you serve them continually, you are setting up resentment that's going to blow up in your face. You know, so it's that's what I mean. I'll, Maybe we could change things. the word from serve to compliment. 
how do they compliment me? You know what I mean? Um, then it doesn't sound so. Yeah, but still they're, they're adding is, to me. Yeah, but, yeah, not serving you. Well, no, adding to you is complimenting you, whereas no, no, I'm serving talking you. About the Western view is the idea of going, how can the person yeah. serve me? I disagree with this view. Right, okay. I'm talking about the Buddhist view. The I Buddhist see, okay. view of saying real love. <laughs> is to be is to serve someone else and to create their happiness and this would be love and there's a video posted on it on my thing sure. and my thought was okay i like this but if the other person that you're with has this typical western view if you will i'll stick to um I, you know what it ain't western it's fucking ever go in the middle east <laughs> you know what i mean it is how does this person serve me and so if we look at that, even if we say, how do they compliment me? Do they serve me, right? Mm -hmm. Well, even you'll even hear, do they add to your life? I've said that before. So we yeah. look at how we do that as opposed to this Buddhist view of, we'll serve them and love them. And I'm like, fuck, this sounds good, man. But honestly, it's great if the other person is also there. You right, know? and that's where it comes into, it's worth the wait. Oh, I, love, I, I see so. what you did there. <laughs> It is. It's worth That's the wait where you see how much you really put into it when you recognize those things. I'm putting everything into you. I like that. You brought all the way back to, to the line of the, the tip and philosophy that you kind of <laughs> give out to those in relationships. I like that. Yeah, that one was an easy one for me. I mean, you. That <laughs> was an easy one for you. Absolutely. An easy decision. Yeah, has this podcast been an easy one for you? I mean, all of them. Doing it with me, starting the He Said, She Said, you've never really done it. And we're quite transparent, you know, about what we talk about in open. How's it been? Let's be transparent and open. How's it been for you doing this with me on the last couple of shows? Um, that part has been fine. I'm really confident in our relationship. So I'm not worried even if we were to show the things that are difficult. So that's not what would make me go, oh my gosh, I don't want to reveal that. I would say just more of um, little things to be as good as you when it comes to um, speaking. That's kind of you. But uh, as far as I know, for the last, I don't know, 40 episodes of the podcast, your voice opens the podcast, not mine. <laughs> well, that's just it. It just opens it. It's just that one thing where you have a lineup of four bitches. You put the hot chick in front, then you put the girl no. with the so-so, and then the great ass in the back. No, no. No, I am not. You, you was, put it was a joke. Of, I get, oh, I get <laughs> it, it was the lineup of chicks I'm, when they would definitely, this is what girls have done before. They have this group before they walk into this club. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, you definitely on the back end when everybody's looking. That ass is going in the very end. The one that's going to grab the attention <laughs> with the height and the great shit. We'll let you walk first. It opens the door. <laughs> that's plotting it way too much. That's not real, baby. I know. I, like, <laughs> I, I got you. Well, ah, I'm fucking remember I, 10 years of my career was in nightclubs. That's the main reason why. Yeah, that does I'm happen. I'm schooling you on the same stuff. I'm telling you, it does yeah. happen. They do line up and get ready, get ready yeah. for that. But no, and, and all, I appreciate the love. And both of us are now tailing out of the end of this uh, podcast because we don't take compliments well, either one of us. So <laughs> yeah. as we give them, we're now tailing out at the end going, ah, Talking distraction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm way over here now saying I'm no. disclosing bathroom conversations that I overhear from other women before they walk out. <laughs> I was raising abuse of home. I don't take compliments well. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? It is hard to take a compliment. <laughs> it is, man. It and, is. You know, and then let it circle back then to, I guess, what I learned in working with you in work and in life in a relationship too, uh, which I think is hard for a lot of people, is to let somebody love you. Yes, that is perfect. <laughs>